Today is a very powerful story given to us in the book of Genesis from the readings. And it's at one point kind of a terrible story. And on the other hand, it's a very profound story. We hear about the binding of Isaac, as it sometimes is called, where God calls out to Abraham and he says, Abraham, take your son, your only son, the one whom you love, Isaac, and offering him as a burnt offering on a mountain on which I will show you. You remember, this was Isaac, the son that was promised. And Abraham was very old, well beyond the years of childbearing, both he and Sarah. And we heard on Wednesday night about how um, Abraham and Sarah maybe thought that they could fulfill God's promises through Hagar, Sarah's handmaiden. And that's how Ishmael was born. But that wasn't God's plan. And when God comes later and tells them that Sarah will conceive and have a son, that they will have a son Isaac, Abraham laughs. And of course, God reaffirms the promise. So the one through whom God said all the nations will be blessed and that he will make his descendants as numerous as the stars of heaven and as the sand of the seashore, we imagine this is going to take place through Isaac, the promised child, the one who has come. And here is God now calling out to Abraham to take his son Isaac and to offer him up as a burnt offering on a mountain. I mean, this is, this is gut-wrenching stuff. It is violent. It would offend our moral sensibilities. Really? Child sacrifice? God is commanding child sacrifice? What is this about? And Abram simply goes trusting in the Lord. He goes in faith. Again, that's what it means to have faith is to trust the Lord. Now, a lot of our English translations move the words around when God calls out to Abraham and it, it reduces it a little bit unwittingly because, again, it says, Abraham, take your son, your only son, the one whom you love, Isaac, there's this beautiful midrash where it teaches us that the only thing we hear in this instance is the voice of God, but it creates sort of a dialogue that would go like this. God would say, Abraham. Abraham would say, here I am, Lord. Take your son. I have two sons. Your only son. I have one son of Hagar and I have one son of Sarah, the one whom you love. I love both of them, Isaac, and take him up on the mountain which I will show you to offer him as a burnt offering. So we hear how Abram takes the donkey, he takes the wood, he splits the wood, he loads the wood on the donkey, he takes two servants with him, which in the text are called lads. It's a word in Hebrew that's kind of like, you know, like my lads, my my nice boys that are going with me. So they're not even called servants, which is interesting. And then they go up on this journey. They go to the mountain. He sees the mountain in the distance. He says to the lad, stay here with the donkey. He takes the wood. He puts it on the back of Isaac. He takes the cleaver 
in his one hand and the fire in the other. The cleaver, you know, to sever the limbs in the sacrificial manner that was done with the animals at that time. And so then they make the journey to go to the mountain and Isaac says, Father. And again, he says for the second time, here I am. And he says, we have the wood, we have the fire, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham responds, my son, God himself will provide the lamb that is to be offered to him. God himself will provide the sheep that will be offered unto him. And they make their journey up the mountain. And as they get to the mountain, to the place which God showed him, he binds Isaac after he builds an altar out of stones. He places him on the altar. He raises the cleaver. And then an angel of the Lord, a messenger of the Lord, appears in the heavens again for the third time. Abraham, Abraham, here I am. Here I am, Lord. You know, what does that mean, that here I am? It means I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to listen. He says, stop, you know, basically, don't harm your son. God has seen that you are faithful and you will not even withhold your own son from him. And of course, after this dialogue takes place, there is a, a lamb that is stuck in the thicket. And Abraham goes and he takes the lamb and he offers it in the place of Isaac as an offering to the Lord. What is this scripture doing? On the one hand, we can't help but recognize our salvation that is worked out by our Lord Jesus Christ, who will climb the hill carrying the wood on his back as he goes to be offered up upon the cross for us and for our salvation. But on the other hand, too, the way that the passage ends, where um, God says to Abraham through the messenger, you heard my voice. This is what is placed in front of us. To hear the voice of God. And that voice of God is given to us in the scriptures. To hear the scriptures. And the scriptures today are telling us that the very thing that God blesses is the very thing that God can command and demand from us. That God is the source of giving. God is the source of blessing. God is the one whom we are called to trust. And again, we see the trusting of Abraham, the sacrifice that was provided, and so on. So this story, this beautiful story on the one hand, it's, it shows us that Scripture is not necessarily about a code of ethics, a book of morality. Sometimes we try to make Scripture into something that it's not. But scripture is primarily about God and about what God is doing and about what God is saying to us and what God is speaking to us. And it's calling to us continually, hear my voice, hear my voice. That is what we are called to do to hear the voice of God and to put our trust in him for he alone is our deliverance. Did Abraham have to sacrifice Isaac? No. How did the story end? He was 
commanded to stop at the last minute. He was provided the sheep for the sacrifice. Many times we go through this in life. We may feel like we're being put to the test. We don't understand what God is doing and why he is doing what he is doing. But we see in the scriptures, again, we're called to put our trust in him and to see how he is faithful and how he is true and how he is love and how he is doing everything he does out of his love for us in order for us to be delivered, in order he alone knows what is truly good for us. But again, that requires a lot of trust. That requires faith. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ grant us and increase our faith now and ever into the ages of ages. Amen.